Hello there. Good morning. Um, so I have barely slept um, since last night. I think I got so excited that I started feeling a little bit better that I just got like over hyper, um, which happens to me. And as a result, I didn't really sleep well. I mean, part of it is that I slept 15 hours the day before. Um, but still, I'm just, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a unfortunate because I was feeling better. So I got excited about it. So I didn't sleep well. So probably today, um, Friday, I'm not going to be feeling as good um, because I didn't get enough sleep. Uh, so that sucks. But the good news is I'm back to tell you um, all the things that I didn't finish talking about last time about my childhood and other related topics. Um, let's see. Where were we? So, okay, I was going to talk about boys. <laughs> um, yeah, boys, boys from my childhood. So as I was saying, I always thought like in elementary school in particular that I was just like kind of weird. Um, and I remember like the first time – so and I I had huge crushes on boys, like I, I've said before, like since preschool. And I remember in kindergarten, like there were three boys. I think all of them were named Andy or Andrew. And I had a crush on all three of them. <laughs> um, and every year I would have like that year's crush. Um, so like in first grade, um, it was Nick Dion – Nick, if you're listening to this, I think I'm sure he knew. We were actually, um, okay, I probably shouldn't have said his name now because this is an embarrassing story about him. But in first grade, I was like obsessed with him. And we um, we were friends. So I went to his house um, one time to hang out. And like we could, I mean, we were we were first graders, just to make this totally clear. And we couldn't figure out, like, so, oh, no, sorry. One time, so first he came to my house for, like, a play date once. And we had, like, such a good time. And it was, like, so awesome. And then, like, um, whatever, like, we decided to do another play date. So I went over to his house. And for whatever reason, the vibe was just off. And we couldn't figure out anything to do. Um, like we would try one thing, it wasn't working, we'd try another thing, it wasn't working. And then we like tried watching a movie. I think it was that movie, I think it's called Splash with Tom Hanks and um I don't know, Daryl Hannah or something. She's like a mermaid. Anyways, we started watching a movie and me with my like rigid like behavior, I was like, oh, five minutes in, I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to watch more than like this amount of TV a day. And I already did that. So I actually can't watch this movie. And his poor mom was just like, oh my God. Cause she was like trying everything to get us to <laughs> just like do something. And he, at some point he just got so frustrated, um, that we, that we couldn't find something to do that he burst out crying and, Again, he's a first grader, totally normal behavior. But I like thought it was like very unmanly of him. 
And that was just it. That crush was over. I was just like horrified by his behavior. <laughs> so anyways, that that's just also part of a long tradition of, oh, people are showing like their vulnerability and humanity definitely like will stop um, having feelings for them. Anyways, that was first grade. In second grade, I, that second grade might have been the biggest obsession um, with Jonah. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I would just obviously like everyone in my family knew about this crush. That's the other thing I would tell like my grandparents. I would tell my parents. I would tell, I don't remember specifically if I told friends at that age. There were definitely times, ages when I would tell friends about my crushes and then um, they would obviously inevitably like it would come out and it would be really embarrassing for me. Um, but yeah, in second grade there was Jonah and then in third, and these are all like people in my class that year. Um, oh, also another person, I think in first grade, there was this guy named Jared and I like, and he was kind of a douche <laughs> and I would always like in my head and I like still had this really big crush on him. And in my head, I would always like, ex like tell myself like, okay, Jer if Jared does less than five, like mean or like douchey things today, obviously I didn't use the word douchey in my head, then like I'll still have a crush on him. But if he does more than five a day, then like that's it. I'm not going to have a crush on him anymore. And then he would like inevitably do more than like five things a day. <laughs> And then I would be like, well, okay, like, maybe he can do, like, a little bit more than that. Um, so, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was Jared. Um, third grade, um, Gabi, um, Jonah and Gabi both went to my Hebrew school. You guys, you might, they might be listening right now. Um, Jonah later told me that he had a crush on me in fifth grade. So I was vindicated. Um, and oh, how the tables turned. I didn't know that at the time. But anyways, um, so, but Jonah was actually really nice. Like he never, he, he was always um, very, like, yeah, just was really nice. Um, and he, we also had like a had play dates and I remember we we did some kind of like lemonade stand or something like that at one of the play dates and then we we made some money and my parents made me give back all the money because like we were using like Jonah's family's ingredients and everything. <laughs> um so yeah that was that but oh and like there was like <laughs> there was like this Russian song that um, so whenever, okay, background, when I would, so my grandparents would always pick me up after school and sometimes it was my mom's parents and sometimes it was my dad's parents, but my mom's parents, um, my grandfather always like had like a lot of Russian music playing in the car and there were like very specific and I would like love all these songs. Like I knew them really well and they were like these, they were all like these like romance songs, <laughs> like these ballads, um, and apparently, like, in retrospect, they're, like, super cheesy and, like, really terrible music. Um, but I loved them. And there was one that we decided was about Jonah. <laughs> um, 
Um, and yeah, anyways, um, so we would listen to it all the time as I talked about Jonah. Really hope Jonah's listening to this. He is happily married, um, but, and I, I haven't really kept in touch with him. We are Facebook friends. Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Jonah. Um, yeah, okay. So third grade, I said, Gobby. Yeah, just run in the mill. Um, so as I was saying, I, <laughs> I went to Hebrew school with Jonah and Gobby and, um, like, as I was saying, like, inevitably, like, in, in second grade and third grade, um, we would, um, sorry, um, yeah, so, like, both with Jonah and Gabi, like, we would sit in, you know, I would, like, sit with them in one of those, like, desk arrangements, and, like, they would always be, like, teasing me, and I was, like, you know, whatever, we'd banter back and forth in an elementary school way. And, um, um, so that would have, that was happening in second grade and with like other boys too, not just with like Jonah and Gobby. Um, and then in third grade, and then I saw them at Hebrew school. And like, at some point I was, they like kind of stopped paying attention to me. Um, (laughs) so embarrassing. Um, so of course, naturally I'm going to share it with the world. Um, so they, they basically stopped paying attention to me. Um, and they were just, whatever, like things like faded. And I was like, I need to like, like get their attention again or somehow like, you know, get, get this like flirting going again. So like I decided I like worked up the courage to like, (laughs) like I meant it as like a, a, like, not, like, in a, like, sexual way. I just meant it as, like, a, like, like, hitting someone to get their attention or something. But I, like, worked up the courage to slap Gobby on the butt <laughs> and at Hebrew school. And um, then they did start. It worked. It worked. So then they, they like, started teasing me and, like, paying attention to me again. Um, so, yeah, that was that. And then... Um, but then like in third grade, sorry, this might, okay, no, I'm not going to say it might be boring. Um, (laughs) in third grade, um, Gobby, like there was some kind of Valentine's day thing or something like that. And he, apparently he had a crush on this other girl in, in our third grade class and he gave her, he like brought her a flower or something like a chocolate rose And I was just, like, so, like, and I didn't think, like, that highly of this person that he had a crush on, like, even before I knew that he had a crush on her. And I was just, like, couldn't believe that he would, like, choose her. Um, (laughs) Anyways, that was, we had a really, third grade was really interesting because we had this um, teacher, um, Mrs. Fosno, who was... Um, she, I think she, I don't know if she was Belgian or, or French, but she had like a very unique teaching style. Um, she was like, she, in some ways she was really strict and she gave a lot of homework, but she was also like super passionate and just like really wanted to like help us learn. And, um, I remember she gave, um, she gave us like some handouts to do, oh no, she gave me, 
like some handouts to to do during the summer after third grade. And I was like, so again, like in my like rigid way, I was like, summer is not for homework. Um, so she gave me those handouts because she like thought I had potential and like wanted me to like, you know, advance more over the summer. And I was so like, can't believe she gave me these things to do over the summer. And I was like, I'm not going to do them. And I asked my mom and she was like, yeah, you don't have to do them, whatever. I mean, I'm sure, she, I'm sure my mom wasn't paying like that close attention. Um, so I didn't do them. And then she asked about them in the beginning of fourth grade and I had to be like, I didn't do them. And yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. <laughs> Still feel bad. Um, anyways, so, so that was third grade. And then in fourth grade, um, I had a crush on this um, this other like Russian kid. Um, his name was I don't know if I should be saying these people's names first, like for their own sake, and also because like it will be embarrassing if they listen to the podcast too. Um, so I'm just gonna say his first name. So his first name was Alex, and he. Um, he was, so he was in fourth grade with me and this is actually very, this is like a classic, like hurtful story. Uh, I don't blame him at all. I don't know why this happened if it was like a dare or something like that, but I had like this huge crush on him. And at some point, like in fourth grade, he called me. And was like, hey, do you want to, like, be boyfriend and girlfriend or, like, go out? And I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't say that out loud, but in my head. And I was like, yes. Like, and I was so happy for, like, 30 minutes. And then he called back and was like, I was just kidding about that. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was my experience with him. But that came back around also because in middle school – he was, I moved in fifth grade, so I went to a different. Um, I went to a different middle school than elementary school. I moved like from one town, Newton, to another town close by, Weston. Um, so, so I didn't go to school. He was he went. I went to elementary school with him, but I didn't go to middle school with him. But we um, ended up. I, I briefly in like eighth grade, I think, attended this Russian math school. That's like a whole nother story that I'll get into. I really hated it. And after like a couple months was like, I'm not doing this anymore and left. Uh, it was like an after school program, math school thing. Um, but anyways, so he attended it too. So we became friends and like would talk on the phone all the time. And then I think he, if I remember correctly, he developed some feelings for me um, and at that point, again, following a pattern, um, I was like totally not into it. Um, so, well, I, I mean, I, it wasn't like because he, he, he did this to me in fourth grade. I just wasn't into it. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, anyway, so yeah, Alex in fourth grade. Um, and, and again, with like the, the elementary school style flirting all the time. Um, and then um, and then in fifth grade, I found out for the first time that somebody had a crush on me. 
And I was just like shocked and like so, it wasn't somebody I was interested in, but I was just like so shocked and excited that like somebody thought that I was cute. Um, and, and yeah, he, he was really embarrassed because like someone told me and then I remember him like, like getting really upset in the playground or something like that. Um, but, um, yeah, that was fifth grade. Um, and then, and then in the middle of fifth grade, I moved from, um, Newton to Weston, as I said, and I switched schools in the middle of the year. And that was my choice. I could have started fifth grade in Weston, or I think I could have finished fifth grade in Newton and then started sixth grade in Weston. But again, I had read some book about like some girl who transferred schools in the middle of the year and like had this. I don't know, it was just like some cool experience doing that. So I was like, no, I'm going to, I want to transfer in the middle of the year and be like this mysterious new girl. Um, it was kind of a disaster. There was this really mean boy in my class, um, Matt, and he and like a couple of the other girls were like really mean to me. I think that's my first time that... Um, somebody like that I was well I don't know I was like definitely like for a few months like bullied by them and I um what was I gonna say about that yeah like I in elementary school I wasn't I I had like tons of friends all the time um I even like when I'm saying when I was saying like in first grade how I told that story about um, how I um, was so excited about my birthday that I didn't wear any underwear and then I read my journal out loud in class. I, I actually told my therapist that story and she was like, "Oh, like when I was actually telling her about the podcast and I was like, I I don't know, am I oversharing? Like, what's I don't know. Like, I feel ambivalent about it. I've always been this oversharer." And she was like. And I told her the story and she was like, oh no, like, did everyone like make fun of you or laugh at you? I was like, no, like everyone was cool with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, that, okay, but yeah, so I, so I wasn't like made fun of or anything in, in elementary school. I had, yeah, had lots of friends and um, generally felt like well-liked, even though in my head I also felt like a weirdo. Um, but, yeah, so this experience in fifth grade was, like, my first experience with, like, kids being kind of mean to me. And um, it lasted for, like, a few months. And then I befriended, like, one of, like, the cool girls in the class. And they – and then, like, everything shifted. And he was like, oh, you're cool now or something like that. And then I was fine. Um, <laughs> another experience with like cool kids and non-cool kids. Um, and I told, I've told you guys already about the whole like Mike saga and how I started to have a crush on him in fifth grade and then like had a crush on him for a year and then we started dating. So that story has been told. So that was like the crush of that period. Um, and then in, I don't, yeah. I was going to say, I can't help but saying, like, is this, like, catalog of my crushes juicy and interesting, or is it getting kind of repetitive? Um, and also, my voice is kind of hoarse, sorry. 
I guess this is what happens when you're like speaking in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think. After, after the mic thing, for like months, I was inconsolable. I was like crying all the time and like so, I was just like really, really sad when we broke up. Um, and that was like my first heartbreak experience. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like in retrospect, I feel like I grew a lot from that. And I don't know, just like, you know, I said that when I was in first grade, I was like, well now, like when I was in kindergarten, I used to be like really like happy go lucky, but now like I'm skeptical and know what the, like, I understand, like, I don't know. I just, I, I stopped being this goody goody. And now I'm like, have like this edge. That's literally what I thought in first grade. Um, and I feel like that, <laughs> like in seventh grade, when I was like mourning this breakup, I developed more of that too. And more of just like this more philosophical side of my personality. Um, again, probably it was just like growing up. Um, but yeah, and then I had like little crushes in eighth grade. I don't remember there being, like at that point, I, I think there stopped being like one person for the year. Um, and probably around seventh or eighth grade, I started like, uh, like boys started having crushes on me too. And that was like really... That I don't know, that was, like, exciting. Um, but also, like, yeah, for some reason, just when someone liked me, I just, like, wasn't into them. Probably I was, like, afraid of awkwardness or, like, intimacy or, like, something actually working out, just like now. Um, but, yeah, like, there was, like, a guy at camp I had a crush on. And there was always that. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Speaking of camp, I forgot the story of, like, in um, – in fourth grade, like, I don't know if it was the summer between fourth and fifth or between third and fourth, but there was this guy um, that I had a really big crush on that I didn't know at all. That's like part of this, like the guys I had crushes on. So, well, I guess some, no, some of them I did know, but him I didn't know at all. I just basically saw him from a distance and like set my sights on him. And because we were, I think at that camp, this was like a day camp. We were divided into like boys groups and girls groups. Um and so he was like in a boys group, obviously, and I was in a girls group. Um, but yeah, so I decided that I had a crush on him. I told everybody and he found out and apparently he said something like, oh, like she's weird. I don't like her voice, um, which is funny because there I have had several experiences with people like negatively commenting on my voice and then some people with the podcast have been like oh you have such a nice podcast voice which is just very very weird because I think I basically came to the conclusion from like a lot of negative feedback that I had a very weird voice which is fine I'm fine with that um hold on
sorry, I, <laughs> that was like an unprofessional pause, but I had to plug in my phone um, and find my charger. Hold on, I need to figure out a comfortable way to sit here now. I'm, I'm, I'm not in my room. I'm in a secret other location so I don't wake up my parents. Um, but there's not really a good place to sit down here. Okay, that's better. Um, okay, so yeah. Oh, right, so I was, I was telling you guys about that guy at camp who was like, oh, she's weird, I don't like her voice. And I literally looked him up in the phone book and decided it would be a good idea and it would somehow maybe like make things work out between us. This is like, again, like this is the kind of shit I would pull right now. Um, I called him, like asked his parents to speak with him and told him like, why did you say that about my voice? Like that, that wasn't nice. And like, I don't like that. And he was just like, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, that was that. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> there are other stories about my, so anyways, yeah, that's just like classic Dina maneuver. Um, there are other stories about my singing voice, um, which is also terrible, um, that I, that I could share. Um, maybe that's for another episode, but um, yeah, just some, just some funny shenanigans that happened with that. Um, anyways, so yeah, got to seventh grade, eighth grade. I don't have anything. I had, I, there were romantic escapades, um, but I don't really have anything to share. Oh yeah. One other thing I wanted to share about the, about the situation with my middle school boyfriend. Okay. And this goes to like a larger thing I would like to comment on in our society. So, okay. Both my parents and his parents, like were totally happy with us dating and like probably thought it was like cute or whatever and just like totally supported the relationship. We like went over to one another's houses all the time. We did like trips together. Like he came to the Cape with me. I went to Nantucket with him. Like we did day trips with one another's families. So like our parents were like totally cool about it. Um, we made out all the time. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, that was like, that was all good. But for some reason, the school like seemed to know we were dating and like in some puritanical zeal, like did not want that to be, didn't like weren't comfortable with this. So like in seventh grade, they like apparently intentionally, I don't remember how I found this out. I could be smearing them because this could be wrong. But I, I remember, I think I remember that my mom went to go talk to um, they intentionally put us in different, like the whole grade was split into two houses and, and you only had classes with people in your house basically. So they, in seventh grade, they put us in separate houses and, um, they, so that basically like, and then we didn't have any classes together. Um, and, 
And I think my my mom and maybe his mom, I don't know, like went to be like, why why did you guys put them in separate houses? Like, what the hell? Um, and I don't know. I don't know if they said it was random or if they said like we don't want them to be together. But that goes to my larger. And then I had a similar experience in at summer camp, like these puritanical people. Um, <laughs> there was this guy. Uh, So I had a crush on one guy in summer camp. And then obviously a different guy had a crush on me who I didn't have a crush on. Um, And obviously the guy that I did have a crush on ended up like dating one of my friends at the camp and just like, and also found out that I had a crush on him. And it was just like all really embarrassing. (laughs) This was, I think, the summer between seventh and eighth grade. And, but this other guy that had a crush on me, I was like kind, I think maybe I agreed to date him or something. Um, he's like really over eager. So one time I, and I was like, I was like ambivalent about him. So that I like, wasn't about to like go make out with him or anything. So one time, um, in our, in our, um, like dining hall or whatever, um, we, um, there was like, there was like a, a bathroom in the basement of the dining hall. So I, at some point, like, I just needed to go to the bathroom. So I was like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, probably we had to, like, tell them or something that we were going to this basement. And he saw that I was going to the bathroom. And he decided that this was, the the boy. And he decided that this was going to be some, like, opportunity for us to, like, kiss or something. So I come out of the bathroom. And I'm not expecting this or, like, I, I like had no involvement in this plan. So I come out of the bathroom and he's there like really like acting like overexcited to like make out or something. But before like, and I was not, so I would have like shut it down anyway. But <clears throat> before that had a chance to happen, like these counselors like come running down the stairs and they're like, like, all, like, angry as though, like, we were about to do something, like, horrific down there. And just, I don't know, just, like, that, like, that vibe of just, like, being so anti-kids exploring, like, any aspect of their sexuality, I don't know, it's just, like, very disturbing. Um, Not disturbing, that's the wrong word, but I'm just, like, totally against it. Um... Yeah, and they were, like, they were telling me, like, literally these counselors, like, who were supposed to be, like, like, there to help the kids, were were telling me, his counselors, he was in a cabin with, like, obviously he was, like, in a boy's cabin. This was already at overnight camp. And he, <clears throat> his counselors that lived with him in the cabin were, like, telling me, I mean, these are, like, college kids or, like, adult people. Were telling me, oh, he's you gotta watch out for him. Like he says, like all this, like like nasty stuff about like his desires or whatever else. Meanwhile, this like poor child was like, I don't know. He probably had like some. I'm sure he was saying that, and like there was like some bravado involved. But like with me, he was just like very like clingy and like unsure of himself and like kind of awkward. So I don't know. I just feel like they they really like put him on blast for like no reason um, and kind of like betrayed his confidence, too.
And like when they were supposed to be looking out for him, they just decided he was like this like predatorial guy because he was just like a normal, like whatever, seventh grader. <coughs> Sorry, I'm um I think I need some water because my voice is running out here. <laughs> Hold on one second. I guess I could have just put the recording like on pause, but instead you guys are going to wait with me while I get some water. Yeah, that was like the pre pre high school experience. Um, I don't think I want to continue to the high school experience. Maybe that will be a story for a later day. Um, I've already been going for thirty three and a half minutes just talking about like boys from K to eight. Um, yeah, and there's more. There's so much more that I haven't told. I have all these like very vivid memories. Um, yeah. And some people that I know now, so like starting in late middle school and, and high school, I feel like these are people I actually know. So I'm not sure how, <laughs> how much I want to share about my experiences and feelings about them at the time. Um, Yeah, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, like I said, I think when I got to college and um, like the l last bit of high school, I kind of like turned away from like my more social self and became very like studious and focused on academics. Um, so I didn't, I didn't have like, especially in college, other than when I was dating Paul, I didn't have a lot of like romantic experiences. Um, but, but in high school, I definitely did, especially, I mean, there was like in school and then there was like the summer programs that I did. There was always like some guy situation happening. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably as much on that that I want to share right now. Um, let me see if there's anything else. Um, that I just want to mention before closing out here. I think that's it. Um, yeah, again, there could be another episode of Boys Continued. But I think this is, I think this is where I'm going to stop. Um, let me know if you guys are enjoying this these kinds of stories um or if you feel like you've gotten enough of that from this episode because I could go on and on and on um 
yeah, there's just still so much to share. So many embarrassing moments. Um, so many missed opportunities in retrospect. Um, some guys being like really douchey. Some guys being surprisingly really decent. Um, one guy that I had like a brief fling with in freshman year of high school, um, who I was like really into for like, I don't know, a few months. Um, and we, we like quote unquote hooked up, AKA like made out a few times. Um, and at some point, and I was like, I because I had a crush on him, I was like ended up being like really awkward and nervous around him all the time. And I was just I don't know, just like as soon as we started like our like quote unquote hookups, I think we hooked up like three or four times. Again, hookup meaning make out, not not the adult version of hookup. Um and he um and then like at some like party or not party even like some school function, um he told me and this was like the most like mature like somebody breaking things off with me I think this is the most mature experience with that that I've ever had and this was like a 15 year old boy um so he was like um hey like I think we're like I think you're like more like serious about this than I am and we're looking for different things and I just like don't feel like the same way about you and basically I'm sorry and I think we should break it off. Um, Like can you imagine a 15-year-old boy have like instead of like doing what most guys do and just like starting to ignore you or um, yeah just basically like ditch you in some mean way. He just like had the emotional wherewithal to just – like break up with me. I mean, we weren't dating or anything, but just to break it off with me in like this very um, thoughtful and kind way. And like, I knew where things stood and I wasn't just confused. And I don't know, I really appreciate that. And in retrospect, I'm just like, wow, I'm going to put his name out there. That was Armin. Um, Armin, if you're listening, probably you're not. Um, but yeah, high school friends, if you're listening, Armin was a classy guy. Um, yeah, and then like we were able to meet, remain friends and um, yeah, I don't know. That was just like a really nice, a really nice experience, even though like obviously I was like sad and like hurt that it happened, but it was just like, that was just like a good way to break it off. Yeah, unlike some people, not going to name names, who just, like, stopped talking to me um, after we had, like, whatever make-out experiences. Okay, I'm making myself sound like I'm, like, totally, like, was just, like, making out with people, like, all over the place. Um, That's not really true. There were, like, maybe in high school, well, I don't know, maybe it's true. I'm just trying to count, like, how many guys I made out with. Um, yeah. Oh, there's just so much to tell. Uh, sorry, I keep saying that and not really sharing more and not, like, ending the episode because 
I don't know why. Um, yeah, if you guys have any follow-up questions about my relationships in these younger years, please feel free to send them my way. Um, yeah. That, those were, that was my, that was my life. That was like really what I would focus on in like elementary school in particular was like the guy I had a crush on, um, and like sleepovers and I don't know, it was just like a very typical girl. Um, I feel like I just like, yeah, obsessed with sleepovers and like hanging out with people and gossiping and boys and going to like dances or whatever. Um, that was like the most exciting thing. Then apparently, like in middle school, we would have dances, and then apparently, like some parents, after after our year, some parents like complained that like sixth grade was like too young for people to have dances, and that it was like inappropriate. So they basically stopped doing dances for maybe just maybe just sixth grade or maybe the whole middle school community. Just like, can you believe that? Again, this is all all these little examples of this like puritanical streak. Um, and like of adults, like trying to like pretend that kids are like these innocent snowflakes and like don't have like some burgeoning sexual desires, um, just really get me because I think like I fell like victim to that mentality later in life, um, that like, yeah, you're just not like sex is like this scary thing you have to be like so ready and like you know you don't want to like have sex too soon or I don't know there were just like and I don't know maybe there's some truth to that in the sense that like in some of the situations where I was where I would like get really like obsessed or have like this big crush on someone and then they wouldn't reciprocate even if like we had already like made out or something like maybe if I had had sex with them it would have been like emotionally more damaging um but also maybe like the opposite is the case like maybe some of the reasons that I was like really into these guys was just I was like attracted to them and like turned on and if I had scratched that itch um I don't know maybe it would have been better but I don't know anyways that leads me to I think like if well I just think there's a lot of messaging around sex um for kids that's like all about adults like not being comfortable with the fact that like kids are sexual not kids not like five-year-old kids are like are like wanting to have sex or anything but like I feel like once you hit puberty um you know those hormones start going and it's not I mean it's again like it's not it shouldn't be this like catastrophic thing if like even like 14 or 15 or whatever whenever you're ready people have sex um i mean i i sorry grandparents <laughs> who are listening other relatives i mean i didn't have sex until college but i like yeah in retrospect like i feel like i was ready much earlier than that and it would have released a lot of stress and been like healthy if I if it had been treated the way it is in like Scandinavian countries as like no big deal and like part of like a normal like childhood development and not something that everyone had to police and be scared of um because I think it's natural 
obviously like people are ready at different ages. Um, but I just, I feel like if I, like I've said before, and now I think maybe this is like a little bit like pushing like too far in the other direction, but I feel like if I were ever like to go back to my high school and give some sort of like a speech, um, not that anyone is going to ask me to, to give a speech at my high school. Um, but for some reason, like this hypothetical has like come into my mind. And I think if I, if I were like, that's what I would say. I'd be like, don't be afraid of having sex. Like not having sex, like can be just as damaging to you, especially like, I don't know, as, as having sex too early, you can also have sex too late or like not have enough sex. Like, obviously, like, you can make mistakes on both sides of the spectrum. Um, and, like, sex can involve, like, a lot of emotional um, entanglement. As somebody I was talking to was saying, like, people, men, I think, can in, like, those situations be, like, real assholes. And, like, sometimes people have different expectations of, like, how serious the relationship is or, like, what what having sex means or some guys will like tell all their friends and then like they will like brand you as like slutty or something like that. Like that definitely happened. Um, so in that sense, like obviously it, it can be dangerous, um, emotionally. Uh, I'm obviously not talking about like STDs or like getting pregnant. All of that is like a separate thing, but it can be like emotionally fraught to have sex, but yeah, I just I just wish the culture around it was a little bit different. Um, there was a lot in my high school, like, yeah, especially I feel like in the earlier years, there were some some girls that got really treated really poorly for like I don't know if like having sex or like everyone would talk about them and like I don't know, just like shitty stuff like that. Um, I also, this unrela- completely unrelated to sex, um, I I also, like, had, like, like, in ninth grade, um, well, okay, I'm just trying to, like, think how to share this. Um, in ninth grade, there was, so I went to some party um, when I, at the very beginning of the year, um, when, and I was new, sorry. So I went to a different high school than middle school. So I went to three different schools. I went to elementary school in Newton. I went to middle school in Weston, and then I went to a private prep school for high school. So when I came in ninth grade, I didn't know anyone there. And, um, some people there had been there since kindergarten, um, or since seventh grade. Um, but most people also started, um, in ninth grade. So like, I don't know, probably like 60% of the class was new in ninth grade and like 40% was like already, already all knew each other. So I, or maybe it was like 70, 30, I don't know. Um, but so I went to this party that was mostly like kids that already knew each other. Um, I don't know. Again, like I think when I (laughs) think like when I first meet people, I seem more like, I don't know, I, like, just give off, like, a good first impression, and then, like, my my true, 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I'm just like very, I'm just very like magnetic when I first meet people. So I was invited to this party um, and, and it was like, speaking of cool kids, it was like a lot of like cool kids. And um, this guy that I had a crush on, um, <laughs> Armin, which I, who I've already mentioned, um, he was there at this party, but I was too nervous to like talk to him. So for whatever reason, I ended up like dancing a lot with his friend. Um, and despite like, like the fact that I, I had a crush on him. And so that friend at the end of the night, he was like, oh, do you want to like go somewhere? like whatever, to like make out or something. And I was like, no, because I didn't have a crush on him. And that started like a year of him like making huge fun of me like all the time, like at every opportunity he could and just like treating me horribly. Um, And also of like it being like this, this like party at which like this happened being some kind of like joke Um, And it wasn't, don't get me wrong, like, I had, like, a ton of friends and I wasn't, like, socially outcast or something. And I was, like, I was friends with a lot of his friends. Um, But he, so I wasn't, like, yeah, I don't feel like I was ostracized or anything. But he, in particular, was really, really mean to me. Um... And, and he is another person that made fun of my voice a lot. Um, anyways, so yeah, that was kind of an interesting dynamic because I was friends with a lot of his friends, but, but he himself was just like mean to me and that, I don't know, there was just like a lot of like weird, like sexist, um, vibes, like guys like talking all the time about like women's bodies and like saying mean things and, like, I don't know, um, at this, like, supposedly, like, super liberal school. Um, But I don't know. That's, like, the whole, like, high school experience is is also a story for another day. I keep saying that. (laughs) And I keep adding more, um, adding more thoughts. Yeah. Now that I'm, like, telling my life story, now I just have, like, material for like episodes and episodes because as everybody else does I'm sure I just I have I have a lot of different kinds of experiences to share about um but yeah I'll leave it there for now and talk to you guys later bye